Welcome to the Self-Awareness and Self-Compassion Podcast, formerly known as the Full Spectrum Feeling Podcast. I'm your host, Blaise Schwaller, life coach, mom, and former tattoo artist. I help people heal their past, speak their truth, and love the lives that they're living now. Join me here every week for conversations on how to live an imperfect but fully engaged life that embraces all the feels so that you can stretch into your best life while enjoying the you that's here right now. Hello, it's Blaze, and welcome back to Full Spectrum Feeling Podcast. This week, I'm going to talk about fight, flight, or freeze, and how freaking brilliant our bodies are that we're able to just have this automatic response. And the reason I'm bringing it up is because I was just recording some modules for my program about what happens when we get stuck in fight, flight, and freeze, and what we can do about it. And the other response that's like its opposite, right? Which is the moving towards pleasure response and moving towards a reward. So the dangled carrot response. And as I was researching and learning more about what our bodies do, it came to my attention that your body will fire a protein. It's firing GABA. It's firing glutamate. And your neurotransmitters receive these proteins and they do their thing and we're in the response and the body will just keep firing them and it helps us move and do what we need to do. So when the fight and flight response happens, it gets triggered off. Your brain starts firing glutamate and you're like, okay, I need to get away from the thing. And what happens in our bodies is that we feel this urge to move. We feel antsy. We feel uptight. Maybe we we want to physically move. I want to lash out and punch someone. I need to get up and run. It's very physical and we experience it physically. It's not just our mind. It is not only mental. And what happens when this response keeps getting fired and you haven't been able to resolve the thing that you were supposed to fight off or run away from is that it's still ongoing. Your body is still producing that response, those chemicals are still going off. And that was so fascinating to me. And it made a lot of sense about why we get eventually worn out, burnt out, and just overwhelmed and exhausted. So think about what happens when you have an unwanted situation that you just keep coming up against, and it keeps happening again and again and again. Now, if you haven't figured out what to do that gives you a a sense of satisfaction, a sense of completion, a sense of conquering that, even if it's just for the day or the hour. If you feel like you just keep facing it and nothing is getting better and you have zero control and there's nothing that you can alter, your body still fires those chemicals. And then you go into freeze and faint. It's like an, it's another response. So your body wants to keep moving. And then suddenly your body is smart enough to realize, you know what, moving and fighting didn't work. Moving and running away hasn't succeeded and we're getting tired. So your body just turns it off. And then we experience this as going numb. We're just numb to the situation. We're numb to the feelings. We're not, we're not engaging in the world anymore. We've actually just decided to lie down and hide under a rock and either pretend it's not happening or not care that it's happening anymore and wait for it to be over. And we generally seem to judge ourselves for this when we find ourselves in that situation. And I know that I have in the past when I'm like, oh, I've just given up. I've given up. And when you're in it, that's all you have left, right? You have nothing to give. 
you lay there and you're like, all of all of my fucks have been given. The field is barren, <laughs> right? We've all seen that meme. So you're laying there. And then after that, if you're looking at your situation, you're like, gosh, I can't believe I've just given up and I'm not doing anything. Or you're like, wow, I just, I don't have any feelings anymore. I just don't care. And I used to care. And then we judge ourselves for it as though something has gone horribly wrong. But the miracle of this is that something has gone right. And I want to tell you why. Your body is so smart that it realizes that it's expending an extraordinary amount of energy doing the same things, trying to fight or trying to run. And it says, you know what, body? You know what, self? That is a phenomenal waste of energy. We're not actually running away. This thing is still chasing us. We're still getting beaten down, whatever is happening. So let's stop spending our energy there. And that's all that this really means. I, I think when I look at that chemical response, I'm like, oh, it's still firing. And then your body is smart enough to go, we've gotten flooded with this chemical. And if we have this much and it hasn't finished the reaction, if we haven't closed that cycle, we know that it's time to just stop. We're just going to be still and we're going to pretend that we don't exist and wait for the danger to pass. And then typically what will happen is the danger passes, you pull yourself back up. And then if you watch natural animals, animals that have been chased by a lion, narrowly escape death, jump off a cliff, whatever it is, and something crazy happens, they go into this like full body shake. They jump around, they leap, they kick, they play. They might even engage in like a play fight with a sibling or a friend. Like they just, they move their body. They get all of that energy out. When you look at people who have run and escaped from something, what does it look like? It looks like getting together with your friends and family and telling the story. Oh my God, it was terrible. And everyone going, oh my God, with you. And then hopefully sharing the response with you and saying like, wow, it's amazing. We're so happy that you're here, that you survived. Woohoo! Let's celebrate. Let's do something nice. Often it ends with a meal and eating. So if you've celebrated with friends and family and you get the nice meal with them and you're sharing this calming event and you see animals do it as well, like they finish kicking and running around and then like the rabbit will just start nibbling food, a deer just starts grazing. That is in itself is telling your body and giving it a new chemical response to go through that says, ah, we're safe now. We can turn off the fight and flight response. We can turn on being calm. We can turn on being safe and we can rest and digest. Wow. What a miracle our bodies are. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm curious how I can incorporate this knowledge into my life, right? To understand what's actually going on. And now that I know this knowledge, how I can play with it and make it work for me and not have it be an unconscious program anymore, even though I am so thankful that it just automatically happens and I don't have to make it happen. So I can appreciate that I don't have to, you know, remind myself to run across the road fast if a car is coming. I don't want to get hit, so I'm going to dive off the side of the road. I do that. And then I can notice in my body that my heart is racing and I feel panicked and I've got the sweats and I can just go and shake it out and scream or do what I need to do to release that fear, release that tension that was there and let it go. And then I know about it and be like, oh, wow, I, I did the thing. I naturally have closed this cycle. I have survived. I'm going to go home. I'm going to share it with my friends and go, holy crap, that guy was driving fast down the road. I was there. I dove out of the way. Success. I'm alive. Let's have dinner and sit down and eat the meal and share that time with people that I care about, people that I love. How cool is that? <laughs> I want to also talk about 
this moving towards pleasure, moving towards things that are rewards. So I talk about it and I think everyone does like the dangling a carrot in front of your face to get you to do something. And that this actually is also an innate response that we have is that we want to move towards things that make us happy. Well, duh, right? <laughs> like we like being warm. We like being hugged. We like being safe. We want to be near our partner. We want to snuggle a baby. Like the things that make us feel safe and loved and warm, we always want to move towards that. And what's fascinating is that we, they're both very powerful. We tend to focus more on all of the bad things that have happened in our life rather than focusing on all the good things that we could move towards. Isn't that interesting? But if we have something that we know we love or that's available to us, like we have to know that it's there. We have to want to get over there. And once we do, that's the key, I think, is once we know that we have that thing to move towards, that's when the brain lights up. That's when the response happens and you're able to get that kick in the pants to get up and move towards the thing that you want. So, you know, at night when you're starting to get sleepy, you might be moving away from being sleepy and towards your bed, but part of you is moving towards your bed because it's warm and it's comfortable and you'd rather sleep there than just sleeping on the floor. Moving away from the discomfort means just falling asleep. Moving towards pleasure means finding your pillow, fluffing it up, getting in a nice warm covers and sheets, and maybe, you know, listening to some music or having a nice scent. That is moving towards pleasure. Which one feels better to you? I, I think moving towards the pleasure feels better, unless I'm truly, truly exhausted. But that that also fits right in with this, is that, you know, if you've been working yourself to the point of exhaustion, <laughs> where that's the thing you're trying to get away from is being tired. Really, you're on the verge of collapse and just being allowed to fall asleep at that point feels like pleasure. And you're like, great, if I could just drop everything right now and sleep on my desk, I would do that. And you know what? I say do that. If you are tired, you have my permission, friend. Go ahead, take a nap right now. <laughs> that sounded so commanding. I'm sorry. <laughs> Oh my goodness. So I was thinking about what are the things that I want to move towards? What are the things that bring me a lot of joy? And I think this exercise might really help you as well in your life to just have a base of things that you know that you like so that you can remember them when you find that you're getting overwhelmed, when you find that you're stuck in this, uh, it's never ending, nothing's getting better phase, that you're able to go, wait, but there are some things that I could move towards things that make me feel better. And we can almost become numb to the things that we're providing pleasure. So you want to make sure that they're things that actually emotionally fill you. And I think that for the majority of us, like we think, oh, it'll feel good. Like I enjoy watching movie at night. Just I watch TV or I listen to my podcasts or whatever it is as a way to seek pleasure. When in fact, like they're just a thing that you do. It doesn't really kick off an emotional high anymore. I'm curious, what are the things that really make you smile and feel great? And for me, it's connecting with my friends. Like I love having a phone call with my best friend. 
like we still do actual legit phone calls. It's not just texting. <laughs> and that feels so nice because we don't live near each other. We don't get to see each other that much. I love making time to go out in nature and meet up with my friends to be able to have a full body experience of like sunshine on my face and the wind in my hair and eating really delicious food. If you've been listening to this podcast this year, you know that I'm obsessed with food and I just love delicious things. So it comes up a lot. A lot of my metaphors are about deliciousness. <laughs> But that's what really drives me, right? That's what what makes it worth it for me to get up out of bed. So when I have something that I need to do, something that's unpleasant, that I need to get past, or that I'm coming up against resistance, I'm coming up against disappointment again and again, and that's starting to get me into the, the flight response. For example, um, I need to do a presentation. I'm not sure how to put it together. I'm frustrated because I'm not learning the program. Every time I record it, um, something stupid happens, like a loud noise, um, power goes out, whatever. I'm getting frustrated. And it seems like every time I show up to do this task, I keep getting smacked in the face, right? So then I think to myself, Blaze, what's happening? The chemical responses are going on, right? Like your body is saying, that this isn't working. We need to run away from this. It, it's, it's just not working. So we either need to fight it and beat it into submission. And if that's not working, we should run away from it and never do it and avoid it. When I notice that's happening, I think, ah, okay, how could I tie something that I truly love to this thing that I need to get done to help motivate me to get through the fight, to help motivate me to get around the fight if I have to, or to run away or whatever it needs to do? What can help me motivate me to keep finding meaning in this struggle that I keep having to have so that it's worth it, that it's worth showing up. So can I tie talking to my friend to this task? What if the reward is when you get this done today, you get to call your friend and the conversation that you really want to have that's going to feel the best is to say that I've gotten one step closer. I've managed to at least, even if I haven't made the whole presentation, I've at least figured out the technical equipment. Woohoo, that's a win. So that to me gives me some juice, something to move forward. And it, I notice that as I come up with those ideas of how can I get around this, what would make it worth it? Not only does it get my brain thinking about what I might be able to do, but it, it's changed how it feels in my body as I'm thinking those thoughts. So I can tell even in real time that I'm flipping back and forth between these two chemical responses. The one that's like, oh, Jesus, not this again. I have to run away. And then as soon as I start talking about the pleasure and what's awesome about it and what I enjoy, I'm flipping on a different chemical response. You guys, taking control of this for yourself, so amazing try it. It's kind of fun. I'm experimenting with it. I'm going to see how far I can take it. <laughs> and I know also that I'm not going to succeed all the time. I'm going to forget. I'm going to get smacked in the face by life. It just keeps happening. I mean, it's life. It, it's what it does. But I guess what I'm realizing is that life really is a lot of you know contrasting situations. We're never going to be always happy, we're, but we're equally never going to be always in distress but we're going to move from distress to happiness and back and forth all the time. And now that I know that my life's experience is just going to be a ping pong ball of that, I can play that game. I can go into the distress and be like, oh, hey, look, I'm over on the side of the court. So let me set my eyes over here and immediately start to feel better and know that I'm feeling better because my body is helping me feel better. It's, it has its own capacity to produce these different responses, these different feelings. So neat. 
So my friends, I hope for you that you do not have to fight anything or run away from anything or faint or freeze or pretend that you're dead because life is beating you down today. I'm hoping that instead you have a dangling carrot of joy straight ahead that is beautiful, that is fabulous, that is delicious as all carrots should be. I hope you have a marvelous week and I will see you next week. Thanks so much for joining me and I'll see you next time. Thanks so much for joining me. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and share it with someone you love and leave us a review. You can learn more and get some self-compassion tips and tricks by visiting coachwithblaze.com where you can sign up to get my free booklet on overcoming anxiety, overwhelm, exhaustion, and burnout. I'm sending you so much appreciation and love and I'll see you next time.